What's up guys, this is your not-so-classified Millennial Survival Guide, bringing you into another week here, middle of October, the weather's changing, the leaves are changing, it's a good time it's to be alive. finally fall! I'm so happy it's finally fall. We're going to start this uh, episode off with a very, very hostile poll for everyone out there today. Uh, pumpkin spice or apple cider? Apple cider. And go. Apple cider, apple cider. See, I hate to agree with you because I really wanted us to like go at each other's necks <laughs> because I know there's someone out there right now yelling at someone else, apple cider, pumpkin spice, apple cider. And it's probably the most priceless argument to actually witness. But me and you have had like this, are have like this argument and like it's not even an argument because we both agree you take some apple cider and you either... If, like, you go to, like, Dunkin' Donuts or, like, your local cafe and get it hot, you ask for, like, a pump of that caramel sauce mm, and it tastes see, delicious. Mm. Or you come home with your Dawn. What's your favorite type of caramel vodka to mix in? All right, yeah, so let's 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 step this back a second. I'm not just getting Dunkin' Donuts uh, apple cider. I'm going to, to a cider mill and getting some fresh-pressed shit, you know, the good stuff. There's just always gallon of cider in my fridge at all times. I meant when I'm like traveling. It's not like I like sit in my house and go, hmm, let me uh, go up and uh, drive down the road to Dunkin' Donuts and come back home for some cider. Like I have it in my fridge. I have the little cake cups. I got it all. But if I'm like traveling for work and I'm like, you know what? It's such a beautiful fall day. Like a hot apple cider would be great, especially if I'm in the city. There's no fucking fresh apple cider mills around. We were talking, okay, way off subject here. We were talking about me taking a nice certain vodka home with myself, me, myself, and I, and having a night. Can you tell Dalton single ladies? Can you tell Dalton single ladies? You know what? I'm single too. So it's, it's, another day, it's another day, another subject. But me and my kiss caramel vodka and a nice glass of apple cider can have ourselves a night because kiss caramel by smearing off vodka, just does it right. I'm sorry, yes, guys. ladies I and just, gentlemen, that rhymed, and no, I did not plan it. I'm just <laughs> laughing at the fact that, like, he's been, like, advertising for this vodka company, I think, for at least years now. I'm telling you what, and it's not even just smeared off in general, but just their kissed caramel. It's, uh, it's knock your socks off good. But anyway, guys, I hope this uh, – <laughs> I hope this kind of started your Monday off on a nice, light, you know, humorous way because that's the way we all should start off some Mondays. Uh, sometimes we wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You've had yourselves a bad weekend. And Monday just hits your real hard like a brick wall. <laughs> Monday does that, doesn't it? it? It really does. I mean, it's just, it's like one of those days, you know, you get into the groove of like staying in, like staying in your comfy clothes. And then like your Monday alarm goes off and you're like, fuck i have to look like a human today because maybe i have a meeting or maybe my boss will actually show up at the office today and if he sees me in jeans we're gonna have some issue yeah i think uh the worst case scenario is that 9 a even the 9 a.m meeting on a monday morning just just bites you the wrong way you know, why i never schedule a meeting till 10 i have to human before noon on a monday what is this shit? Monday meetings are usually um last last resort. 
I usually tell every person like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy on Monday. <laughs> just, I just want like a week to prep because nothing's worse than having like a meeting first thing in the morning. Because either A, your only option is A, to remember all the information you put together like before the weekend, during the weekend, so that way when you go in Monday, like it's all there. Or B, go in early to like prep for the meeting, which means like you're cutting down your already next to nothing sleep to like even more next to nothing. Well, see, I actually, and, and I know you also get up a little early on Monday mornings uh, for different reasons, but I actually, <laughs> I actually enjoy getting up and getting to the office just a little bit early on Monday mornings. Now I'm not talking like, you know, crack of dawn, but I, I like half just like hour. a half an hour. Yeah. Just a half hour just to like, Get in there and get your mind right before everyone else gets in there. Because if you walk in there either with everyone or, you know, a little bit later than everyone else, I feel like you get even stuck in the more rut of a Monday than what it than what it could be if, you know, you get in there early, get your mind right, uh, either make yourself a coffee or, you know, pick up a coffee at your favorite coffee shop on the way in and, is I feel like Mondays are just all about tackling getting your mind right, right off the bat from the minute you wake yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, like, Monday is, like, the first day that, like, sets the groove for, like, the the groove and the tone for the whole week. I mean, guaranteed, if, like, Monday went, like, awful, you have, the, like, the right to turn around to Tuesday. But, like, often than not, like, I do it, too. It's if Monday, like, literally shit hit the fan, there's a good chance the rest of the week is going to, like, drag on for me. Yeah, oh, I, I 100% agree. No matter no matter what kind of day it is, it just always seems to affect Tuesday through Friday. Now, Fridays are always good, so I'll say Tuesday through Thursday. I've had some bad Fridays. It's usually when like bad news happens, but yeah, like I've had some bad Fridays. But you know, it life happens. Like any day could be a bad day. Like a Saturday could be a bad day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think you know we were just talking about Monday's effect in the week, and I think. Usually by the time you get to Friday, you know, you wake up and you're like, all right, I got this one more day. Can't be that bad. No matter what happens, I'm off to the weekend. But, you know, m Monday can have that effect on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday without a doubt. So, you know, let's get into a little bit of how how you prep yourself on a Monday and, you know, kind of the routine you get yourself into to to make sure that you're off and off and running on the right foot. So, like, I've actually, like, started this new thing a couple of weeks ago, and so far, like, I'm, I'm really confident in it, and I like how, it, how it's been so far. Like, guarantee you guys, it's only been two weeks, so, like, come back to me in a month. Um, but actually, like, my Monday routine kind of starts Sunday. So, like, Sunday night, usually around five, I kind of figure out what I'm having for lunch, as well as, like, snacks, and if I'm eating breakfast in my apartment or at my desk. So that way I can like prep it, put my lunch bag in the fridge and like, God forbid I oversleep like 10, 15, 20 minutes or something happens. Mm -hmm. I'm not running late because I need to get food ready. Um, I also do, and I do this work a little bit on Friday too, is I create a list. Like before I leave the office on Friday, I create a to-do list. So that way when I come in Monday morning, I already have tasks that I know I need to get done. And I and think like, that's huge too. I, I, uh, I, I agree with that so like so strongly that if you just go in Monday morning not really knowing what to get done or where to start, you just kind of you sluggishly start the day of trying to find something or now granted sometimes stuff is 
thrown at you right away on Monday and it can, you know, get hectic in a hurry. But a lot of times Mondays kind of move a little slow. So I think that's such an awesome uh, word of advice is to kind of, before you leave Friday, just set yourself up to have a good Monday morning. Yeah, I try to do that for like in the office. And then Sunday night, I usually create like, like in the week aspect, like what I need to get done. And I've, I'm used to not be a very organized person. And now I try to be as organized as possible. I think I've mentioned it before. I have way too many calendars. I have two phones, or I have two calendars in my phone. Fo- I have one calendar in each phone. I have two planners. One is like for my work and my personal. Another one is literally strictly just for this podcast, just because we try to plan as much as we can. And then I also have like a giant calendar, like in my kitchen in my house, that when I look at it, I can see like what I can reach and what I can't do. And I just always like plan in advance. Like if my sibling's birthday is coming up in two weeks, like say today, like this week, I would be like, okay, like, did you find them a gift? Do you have a gift for them? And it's just like those simple tasks that I need to get done. So I know like what's in store for me for the week, whether it's a doctor's appointment or whatever, just because the worst thing you can do is supposed to have like a meeting or something you're supposed to get done on Tuesday and it'd be a day later, even like a week later, and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't do this because I work with things that are time sensitive. So if you miss like your daily, you've ruined a lot of issues. You've ruined a whole project in a sense. Oh yeah. And I think not even missing kind of just like a meeting here or there, or missing that, like in a in a very small aspect of things, if if you're missing like little details on on projects that maybe are a week away, by the time you realize like you know the day before that you missed however many small details they've probably added up over the past week week and a half to really be a big problem the day before a meeting so i think the number one word of advice is i can just say and you agree too katie just get yourself planners for every important kind of organization in your life oh my gosh yeah there's there are so many planners out there and people are like they're such a waste of money like my phone like does it for me like my phone honestly like most of my planners in my phone just say um the time and the location it's like oh i have a doctor's appointment on october 14th at like this address okay cool yeah i think there's a huge huge like aspect to be said about actually physically writing it down pen to paper and having that memory in your head of writing it down and not just typing keys because so many of us spend so much time already, whether it's texting someone or on Instagram or just typing something out, there's something to be said about writing plans or just, you know, a list of something down on pen to paper. It just, it, there, it clicks something in the brain. That I feel like just helps you remember and recognize when you actually have something to get done. Well, I mean, like, you kind of cut me off a little bit because I say, like, I do, like, the most minimum detail in my phone because then it forces me to actually look at my planner. And that's where I have, like, specific detail where everything's kind of planned down to basically from 6 o'clock in the morning till 8 p.m. From meetings, from work, to what's going on at my job, and it's all color-coded and everything. Like, if it says I have a doctor's appointment and the address, I don't know the difference between my, like, regular doctor and my eye doctor's address i just i just know where they're located i i look at my planner and it tells me like eye doctor i'm like okay like bring glasses bring contacts here we go (laughs) versus like you know my regular doctor and it's like okay like don't have to bring anything let's go 
like that type of deal. It's like, but I agree with you. Like writing down, I'm, I'm one of those people or if I write it down, I remember it better. And my boss gets really annoyed because we use Outlook and we have like the task bar. Mm-hmm. I never use it just because in my mind, I'm like, that's not something where I look like if I have a piece of paper always down at my desk that has my to-do list, like I'm always going to do it. And if it's not crossed off, it gets moved to the next to-do list. And like, I don't, I've, I, there are days where I make one to-do list a week or I make four to-do lists a week. And if like I'm on my fourth to-do list and the first time I wrote something, it's still not crossed off. It keeps getting added on there until it gets crossed off. Yeah. I think, I think outlook is a, is a very fickle, um, planning mechanism. I mean, we use it at, at, at my office as well. And for in-house stuff and like planning what conference rooms are booked or not booked, you know, in that grand scheme of thing, it works really well. But like getting down to minute details, I, I find it so tough to organize through Outlook. And just for that matter, on the computer in general. I mean, like I get our organization skill for like, I like the way my office does it, I think it's really awesome. It's just like, for me, it's just, it's not how I do it like the best. Like if I have a meeting with another person, they'll schedule it during Outlook and I'll approve it. And then I'll proceed to like write it down on my desk calendar because when I come into the morning, the first thing I don't do is like, I don't like look at my my work phone and go, oh, I have this meeting, this meeting, this meeting. I look at my big calendar on my desk and I say, okay, today is like Tuesday. I have this install. This is being delivered today. And I have this meeting at this time. And it's like, okay, that's the day in the look versus having to look in 18 different spots for like all that information. It's like, I have to do on Outlook. Like I like writing it down. I have a better memory and it's also like color coded. So in my mind, I automatically know like what is a priority versus what isn't. Yeah. I think, I think they're kind of just a little snippet of what you said. Color coding things can be a lifesaver. Now, I mean, I feel like we're preaching to the choir here because a lot of, you know, our, listeners have been through college and have probably had some sort of organizational skills or somebody teach them organization before. But if you aren't color coding things, when you get to the real world and have a job and then get in some extracurriculars uh, like Katie and I both have, and you're really spread thin as far as mental capacity goes of remembering each and every place you got to be, where you got to do it. And just the whole nine yards. It's like simple commitments. Oh, Color coding shit is a lifesaver. Yeah, I think I do like purple for personal, black for work, like blue for meeting. It's mm-hmm. it's like, it's just, it's just like in my head, like people are like, this makes no, like my boss has looked at my planner and he goes, how do you know where you have to be ever? Because I'll do like, if I have, if I'm at work, like I always write down when, when I'm at work, just because if like I go to a doctor's office, like I have that planner automatically with me. And like, I have to write down work because in my head, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I have nothing to do that day. And I I guarantee it's a Tuesday. And like, I know I'm supposed to be at work, but like, there are those like random holidays that you have off. So it's just like one of those things where it's, even if it's like something that's so repetitive, like I write it, I even write down like what I'm making each week for like lunch or dinner. Yeah, That's actually funny you say that because I'm sitting here looking at, uh, I have like a whiteboard calendar. Um, that I've hung on my wall and I have about seven or eight different colors of dry erase markers that I use for it. And I'm looking on the right-hand side and it's my meal prep list of like what I'm going to make or what Mm -hmm. I have planned made because that like kind of snowballs into going grocery shopping and then grocery shopping snowballs into being meal prepped and planned for the week. And, you know, it's, 
you start one area and you think, oh, well, like this isn't really going to affect much, but I'll write it down anyway. And once you start writing down every single thing, you'll just realize how it snowballs and affects yeah. and keeps you so organized on like the grand scheme. No, like absolutely. Cause like, I mean, I don't know about you. Like I go food shopping on like Saturdays, mm -hmm. like right after the gym, I go food shopping. Like I'm like that, like you don't want to see me out in the market. I'm gross. Like I'm sweaty. I'm like, I literally just look like I'm like ready to kill someone just because the best like, time. Cause then you have one priority and it's food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I always go in with a list and everything, but what I usually do is like, if I don't have plans Friday night, um, I try to like be like, all right, what do I want to make for the week? And I figure it out right then on Friday night. And I go to the grocery store and like I get all the things associated to it. Most of the night time, like Saturday nights, I'm like out with my friends, out at a restaurant, or maybe I'm just like eating leftovers or like whatever. And like Sunday rolls around and like I know what I'm having Sunday. Okay, I know what I'm having Monday. And then I go into leftover days and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, what did I have planned for Thursday? I have like chicken mm -hmm. and cheese. But like, what else am I supposed to make with this? Yeah, I think let's let's get into that a little bit too. You know, I think setting yourself up for a good Monday and a good rest of your week after that starts with meal planning as well. And now I kind of want to talk about like how you approach meal planning as far as how many meals, you know, do you think about making now? If I heard you correctly, you make meals Sunday, Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon for the for like the first day or two of the week. I mean, I always make meals sun like Sunday, just because like in uh, almost every Sunday, just because in my family house, like we did Sunday as like our family meal. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like just like here. naturally, I like to be home on Sundays, and like my apartment, I like to have like a meal at home. Like if I'm seeing someone, like they're welcome to come over and join me or whatever. But like I just I like to be like present at home because like that's where I create like my to do lists and everything. But also, it, like, it just sets me up for, like, a, like I, in my mind, like, I try to avoid making Mondays, like, bad days. Like, Mondays have a bad rep. And, like, I try to, like, like set myself up as much as I can for, like, a successful Monday, which is, like, a successful week in my mind. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I usually try to do three meals a week, sometimes four, depending on what the meals are. Because, like, for example, if I make chicken parm, I know I'm going to have leftovers for, like, days. Versus if I make, like... I make like baked potato soup or like um, butternut squash soup or chicken noodle. Like that's only like I only make enough for like maybe like two servings. So like that's only going to last me a day. So it kind of like all depends. And like since I've been doing it for a year, I like I know what I can and can't use. Like mm -hmm. I can't make I can't do four meals and each one of them be like one or two servings because then between lunch and dinner, I'm out of meals by Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah. Now I think, uh, I kind of approach it the same way. You know, you, you judge it based on whatever you're making. And you know, if it's, if it's chicken, I'll cut up a ton of chicken and then I have, you know, three Tupperwares left over usually if I'm, if I'm portioning it right. But another, another little thing I do to kind of break up the monotony and always have a breakfast or even like a midday snack to kind of just tide me through is like, I hard boil a bunch of eggs at the beginning of the week. And they're just always there to grab, whether it's like in the morning with a piece of toast or whether it's with lunch, you know, to pair it for a little something extra. Um, I, I kind of do that. And it always sets it's it's set me up to kind of just have that little something extra to pull from if I'm if I'm hungry rather than going right for the whole meal. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think like it's even like little snacks. I mean, I'm one of those people where like being called like a college athlete and a high school athlete. It's like I figured out like what is better for me. And I think the hardest thing is just like 
proportions as well as like I'm a big person of like, I like five smaller meals throughout the day. So it's like, okay, I'll have like a yogurt for breakfast, some almonds in between lunch and breakfast, something like whatever I have for lunch, and then maybe some like pretzels or carrot sticks for after and whatever I have for dinner type of deal. It's it's just I like to keep it like as organized as possible because if I don't have a system and I've tried without having a system, I'm like I can totally wing it this week. And it, it usually happens when I go home and it's not because like I lose focus when I go home. It's just because like I love going home and seeing my family. I want to put so much time into that that I'm coming home Sunday night and I'm like, oh shoot, my fridge is empty. Then I'm just at the grocery store, just like grand- grabbing random things. And it's like Tuesday and I'm sitting and looking at my fridge. I'm like, I can't make a single meal with any of this stuff. At least like a meal that's good that I'm going to eat and yes. enjoy that's healthy and that I like. I feel like weekends you go home are always impossible to meal prep for the week because by the time you you don't want to leave the family early and you just uh, you never get back in time. You like feel guilty if you leave early. Oh yeah, you feel like shit. Oh my god, I like I like every time like I try so hard like I'm like I'm like dad I want to be on the road by like two. I feel like I'm doing like something that's worse than the walk of shame right now. <laughs> yeah, to get to get back to meals that I was I was you know, you said you like to do about five smaller meals. It's something I've been doing for about the last uh, six to eight months. And it's really had me feeling pretty, pretty steady throughout the day. And, you know, I, I like to work out in the evenings after work. So this is probably where it differs a little bit, but um, I've been doing a little bit of intermittent fasting and not having my first meal until about 1030 in the morning. Yeah. My friends do that. My other, like one of my other friends does it and like, he's seen great results. Like I know for me, it would never work. Yeah. And then I have from, uh, from my meal at 1030, I'll have a, another meal at noon and then I'll have another snack at like three o'clock, usually like a granola bar or, um, some sort of like meal to get me through to go to the gym. And then, so from basically I'm eating from about 1030 in the morning to about 5 30 6 o'clock sometimes 6 30 if i really make like a big meal and take a lot of time to, to make dinner but that's the only time i eat during the day and then you know re- <laughs> rinse wash and repeat and um it's definitely it has me feeling really well um I, I know a lot of people there's so many people that talk about it and uh are 50 50 it, it's i feel like it's a love-hate relationship like if you can get through that morning push of not being able to eat anything to about 10 30 then it's an awesome plan to have. But if you're one of those people that thrives on breakfasts and, you know, need something right off the bat, and especially like someone like you who does work out in the morning, you know, it's, it's impractical because you need that. You need that food in the morning. At the end of the day, not every weight workout plan or like fitness plan or even like dietary or meal prep plan works for everyone. Like just, just like simply the fact, like I'm one of those people, like I'm, I'm, I've, I've skipped breakfast plenty of times. Like I'm, I don't always like, especially if I work out, I'm a big person. Like I'll just have a protein bar and like, I'll be fine. Like I'm one of those people that if I don't get like a certain number of calories, it's like, it, it's similar to like being diabetic. I get a massive headache. Mm-hmm. I get really moody. I get cranky. And I like, I literally just want to go to bed and like, it's, and like my friends see it all the time. They're like, okay, like we need to get something in you. Like my mom has seen me, like I shake sometimes, like my handshake, it's nothing like serious at all it's just like you know it's my body saying like hey um i know you're having fun today i know like i'll be out like at six flies like hey like we know we're having a great time riding the roller coasters but like 
a cheeseburger or a milkshake would be great right about now. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, kind of just like looking back on it, you know, there's no obviously no cookie cutter way to do it. These are just the ways um, Katie and I go about our days and uh, I go about it with some intermittent fasting and, and Katie does it with some five or six small meals a day. So, you know, we're just letting you know that there are a bunch of different ways to uh, to go about it. But I think it, it all goes back to finding a system and staying organized no matter how you do it. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a perfect time. You know, um, if, if anyone's listening that wants to reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter and um, let us know, you know, how you guys go about your, your Mondays or your, your Sunday evenings into your Mondays to, to set the, your the prep, week, your off week a, prep. Yeah. To set the week off on a, on a good note, you know, our Instagrams at not so classified millennial and our Twitter's millennial underscore guide. Um, hit us up. We're glad to engage with you guys and, uh, keep the conversation going on this. Yeah. I definitely do want to iterate though. Like as much as like Dalton and I want to say we're flawless human beings. Like we have our I'll moments. Never say that. Fuck I, that. Like, I mean, like there's so many times where I've snapped Dalton where I'm like, I'm a healthy eater. And like three days later, I'm like shoving my face. I'm like, I just finished the entire family size double stuffed Oreo tray. <laughs> gallons and gallons of ice cream. Yeah. Or I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, what did I do? It's like, it's, like we do take it's you don't have to be healthy all the time it's like i'm one of those people i'm like if you crave into your cravings like go for it like if you go on vacation like try the food have dessert eat the lava cake like live your life oh, if you don't splurge on vacation you and i aren't friends but even like general just like li live your life like that's like one thing that like i notice a lot even throughout the weeks it's like at work i get a little bit annoyed because so many people are like i need to stay strict onto this i need to stay strict on this and i'm like Live your life. Like, yeah, I mean, unless unless you have like a serious dietary issue to where you're like you're peanut allergies. Yeah, to where you're <laughs> seriously constrained to be like, oh, uh, I really can't have this or I'll die. Like, okay, then then we can talk about it because okay, it makes sense. But if you're not constrained to like a deathly proportion, relax a little. Like, uh -huh. it's not the end of the world to have an extra Oreo. Oh, like here's like a fun story time. So like I come from a family where like a lot of us are all athletes. Like even my dad's 50 years old and he still plays in lacrosse league. He's he's a creature in and of itself. So we're all very big athletes. And my older brother is one of those people that like he weighs his food. He has a scale. He's like very particular on meal prep. Like he's one of those people. If I took him to McDonald's right now to have a Big Mac, not that I would ever would because I can't eat McDonald's. I think the only fast food place I could eat is Wendy's. And even then it's like touch and go. Um, we used to, my dad, because like he wanted us to learn so well that like it's important for you to like understand that it's okay to like splurge on your like on your ha healthy eating habits. Every now and then we would have this thing called junk night. Mm -hmm. And it was like my favorite thing ever because like we would, every person would pick out like their favorite appetizer at like a, like that we would get at a restaurant. Like we'd go to, like stop and shop and get like the TGI Friday potato skins or like the wing bites or ribs um, or like dipping sauce. And like, we'd have like the jalapeno poppers and like pigs in a blanket and stuff like the potato stuff. It was like all of this like yummy things that you'd have like deep fried and high calorie count and all those like not good for you, like little appetizer snacks. And we just have this thing called junk night and we'd have, like nachos, chips, and guac, and all this stuff. And it was just, like, so awesome because I'm, like, you know, like, it's so great because all of us just get to, like, hang out and not judge each other and just 
enjoy it. And I think that was like the heat. And I, I do it with my friends now. If my friends are super stressed out, I'm like, you know what? Like, let's go to the, like, we'll go to the grocery store. Everyone pick out like your favorite appetizer. We'll cook it and we'll have like a junk night. And it's just the like most relaxing thing. Just like let your hair down. Oh, love it. It's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, I mean, and, and we're both pretty big advocates of this. Just don't take it so seriously. Like, yes, if you want to go on a diet, uh, you know, go on a diet, but don't turn into like, yeah, what just is live it? life. You only got one life. <laughs> don't, don't be Kelly Kapowski from the office where she's on like a juice cleanse and she's like basically dying hold up, hold because up, hold she's up, trying hold to up, hold up. You did not just say Kelly Kapowski from. The I said office. the wrong Kelly. What is her? Yeah, Kelly Kapowski's from <laughs> Saved by the Bell. I should know that. I was her for Halloween, my junior year. Who is Ke Kelly Kapoor? That's her name. I should know this. I literally watched this episode the other day. Kelly Kapoor in the office. She um, right? Is Kelly Kapoor? Yes. Um, it's Kelly sure. Kapoor. You have no idea. <laughs> um, Hot yeah, take right now. I've never watched a full episode of The Office. So I am right because your school was in Pennsylvania. So it's so odd that you never seen The Office. There's an episode where um, Dunder Mifflin is offering like whichever company loses the most weight, like it was like their health kick, gets every person gets an additional five vacation days. And like Kelly um, and Kelly Kapoor was so into it, like she made a juice cleanse. And you could just see she was like sweating and dying and like passing out. Like, don't turn into that person. Do it healthy. I mean, we're millennials. Like, I don't even know if we can afford like a nutritionist or a dietary or like a dietitian, dietitian, whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. You have a friend, like, hey, like ask him for advice. But at the end of the day, also remember, like, every person's body's different. Like, whatever your health thing is going to work for you. But we do. Both of us are like strong believers in staying organized in the sense like get a plan make it happen work with it yeah, oh, stick 100%, with it. i agree you know it's just just do what's best for you because at, at the end of the day whatever works for you is not going to work for the next person and, and vice versa just kind of test it out and and see at the end of the day what 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 makes you healthy because if, if something's gonna you know if you think something's working for you in a direction but it's not healthy for you then it's it's not going to be good for you either yeah, like, I mean, I know I've talked about, like, my, like, organization skills of, like, my planner and everything, but, like, my big question for you, Dalton, that I actually don't already know the answer to, but, like, how long do you give yourself if, like, say, like, your game plan for the week or you're, like, setting up for the week, how long do you give it to, like, for a test run to see, like, if you like that way? You know what so, I'm saying? I guess, yeah, I, I guess that's a, that's a great question uh, because I've kind of played around with a couple different um ideas when uh when i first moved down here and you know the the first knee-jerk reaction when i first got down here was all right i gotta make meals every day of the week and i'm gonna make five meals right off the bat sunday evening and we'll get through it and you know by, by wednesday i'm sick of eating the same shit and <laughs> you know lemon poppy seed chicken on the fourth day in a row with asparagus gets a little old. <laughs> so I think from there I transitioned into, all right, I'll make, I'll make enough for three meals on Sunday night. I'll eat one and I'll have two left over. And another thing that helps too is our work. We have these lunch and learns midday through the, or midweek um, that we actually get catered. Um, so Wednesdays we have like a, a food given to us, but that breaks up the monotony because I can have two meals that are 
similarly close to the same for lunch. And then Wednesday, when I didn't have to make anything, re-prep for the next two days. And, and you know, a lot of times, too, you find yourself going out one day a week with some people at the office that, you know, want to go get Mexican food or want to – uh, when I go get Jimmy John's or something like that. So um, it's, it's, it's kind of just all by feel and it's, it's nothing that's ever been set in stone for me. Um, I have a, I have a very consistent meal prep method that I use on Sundays. You know, it's uh, make a bunch and then just divide it up later. And um, it's, it's worked for me for the most part, but there's nothing for me setting concrete. Well, like that's what I'm asking. Like, how long do you give like a, a game plan? Like I know for me, like I try to make give everything like one month trial. And that's like my like go hard, like my give it my best shot trial. Like because there are some times where I've tried something for three months and I'm no like for the first like month and a half, I was half assing it. Like I really wasn't like committed to it. Mm-hmm. So like how long do you like give yourself like that trial like that like in a sense like trial period? Like I know for me where I was like I'm going to start writing in a planner every single day. And like for the first two months I was half-assing it so much. And like now it's what October and every single like morning, the first thing I look at is like my planner and like I do this. Okay. So, and there are other plans I've thrown out in the past type of deal. Yeah. So I guess going off of that, it all depends a, how much of a change it's going to make in your life or personally, how much of a change it's making in my life. And if it's something that's really like, a completely drastic change i'm going to probably struggle with committing to it for longer than like two or three weeks mm-hmm. if i if i go like zero to 100 to it real quick but like just for example with this intermittent fasting i built myself up to be able to you know not eat until 10 30 because i used to wake up at six and have have a cup of coffee and breakfast right off the bat so like, but it was something I really wanted to try because I didn't feel like I had a ton of energy going to the gym at 5.30, 6 o'clock. So I wanted to try and get something else like started that would give me more energy to have a more productive gym session. And so I worked my way into it because I tried it for two days of intermittent fasting and I made it to like 8.15, 8.30 and I was starving. So it's like, I think it's all about how big of a change it is from the previous method you were using, whatever it may be. And, you know, you have to fully commit to making a change in your life, whether it's small or big, you know, whether it's meal prepping, however many days or, um, you know, even going to the gym every day. Um, I think you just kind of got to start small and it's like, uh, oh, how do they say, if you can get a snowball rolling at the top of a mountain it's going to continuously pick up snow on the way down. And well, I mean, like if you start with a snowball, you're eventually going to get like, um, like you could eventually start an avalanche cause it's just a giant. But, uh, but yeah, I think you just, you got to get started and commit to doing something day in and day out and give it personally more than two or three weeks to see a change. Yeah. It's like, like I said, like I give everything like a month and it's, and, like, I have to be honest with myself that I gave it, like, my best effort. Like, I didn't half-ass it. Like, maybe five days a week, I actually, like, put in the effort to do the said thing. Mm-hmm. If it's, like, I, like, it's, because, you know, like, so many people start, like, every morning I'm going to wake up and do 30 crunches or 30 push-ups or whatever it is. 
And people are like, oh, I haven't seen results. And I'm like, well, how many days have you done it? They're like three. And I'm like, well, that's why you haven't seen results. You did it for three days. Like, it's like those type of things. So I always say, like, try to, like, stick it out. And I'm always, like, curious on how, how other people kind of have, like, if, like, they have a similar mindset to me. Just because, I'm like, I'm always curious on how other people think. Mm-hmm. In a sense, especially when it comes to, like, organization. Because, like I've said before, I used to not be a very organized person. And now, as, like, me and Dalton have talked, like, many times and he's seen photos. Like, I have a cat. She loves paper towels and everything, and she like comes in and like tears them up on my living room. And when I walk into my apartment, the first thing I see is my living room, and like it gives me a little bit of anxiety to see like my living room trashed with paper towels. And like, part of me like is like, all right, it's it's just a cat. It's how she's having fun. But like, it's it's something that I had to grow into. It's like I had to learn like it's not okay. Like I didn't like living with a mess or like being unorganized. So like hey, if you're unorganized and, like, you're not, like, one of those people that does a plan or anything, like, it's, it's never too late to learn it. Like, give it a try. Give it a good old college try for a whole month and, like, see if you like it. I know for me, I'm one of those people now, like, if it's not on my calendar or planner, it doesn't exist. Yeah, and I think I think what you just, what you said there, too, it, it was kind of quick and people might have missed it, but it's never too late to try something new. Whether, yeah. whether you feel like, Oh, well, I've done, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and none of it has worked and I'm depressed or I'm feeling bad about, you know, not reaching my goals because I've tried all these different ways of getting there and it hasn't worked. Hey, well, there's 26 mean, letters in the alphabet. I was going to say, that doesn't mean QRS might not work for you and it might take you to Z, but you know what? It's it's always worth trying because if, if your goals matter that much to you, and you've tried that many different ways to get there. And obviously it, it, it's obviously something you want to work towards and it, you're something you're passionate about if you're keeping to, you know, find new ways to get there. So just, I always say, just keep trying because you'll find what works for you sometimes later rather than sooner, but you gotta you'll, be patient. you'll find it. Like all good things take time. Like I know for me, I didn't really start to get organized until like my senior year of college. And it wasn't until like the end of my senior year of college when I started realizing like, oh my gosh, I hate like how this is. And my mom used to come visit me and she would make fun of me. She's like, everything has a spot. Like, why couldn't this be like when you like lived at home? And even when I go home now, like I'll walk into my parents' house and there's so many kids living there and like I'm a big family. I get, if the sink is dirty, I like freak out. Like I will spend 20 minutes like, hosing down and scrubbing my parents sink and my mom loves it because she's like oh i love when like the sink's clean but my dad's just like it's not even your house like what are you doing and i'm like i'm sorry it's just like my new like pet peeve just like one of those things become like weirdly organized mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm very weirdly organized like i already have half my christmas shopping done it's october yeah i think i think it all just boils down to like when you take on such a responsibility in the real world you have no other choice but to be organized you're gonna fail that's just what it comes down to at the end of the day and i mean like at the end of the day like even though like we've already talked about like hey like get organized with like your schedule get organized with like the things you need to do get organized with like food but like there's like other things that like you can get organized to like i know i'm one of the people that like i have so many like of those like extra like cubbies or bookshelves and like everything in my apartment has a place to go to like my closet is organized is color coded organized as well as style. Like I have short sleeve t shirts, 
from like red to black. It helps me if I oversleep in the morning and I didn't lay out my clothes before and I know I'm like wearing black pants. I know like, okay, like I need a white shirt or whatever to go with it. It's like one of, it's one of those things that like I oddly do. I mean, I'm really curious, like Dawn says before, like I'm curious to see like what other people like organize just because I can't be like the only weird person that does their clothes. Here's, here's a great idea. Let's, um, people tweet at us pictures of your closet or pictures of your whiteboard or pictures of your calendar. We want to see all these different methods of ways that you stay organized. Um, let's hashtag it organized millennial. Or is that too long? I what think do, that's what like. What do want to do? What about like MIL organized? I don't know. Organized millennial sounds like way, way, way too long. It's like way too many typing letters and shit. Guys, don't hashtag organized millennial. Hashtag, uh, we're lazy. <laughs> I mean, I'd be really cool to see like how you guys stay organized because as clearly you've, you've heard us say, like, we're always looking for like new ways, like people stay organized. I talk about planners and like, I can't stop talking about planners because I love them. <laughs> um, but there's so many planners out there. Like I know I have two different planners and they're both very different. Like one is a notes planner and one is basically a like day to day planner where it talks about things that I need to get done, my times, the three most important things, like what I'm grateful for. And it also has like a little quote in the corner. And I love it just because, especially on bad days, I always like tend to look at the negatives. So I love it because when I am able to, when I do remember and I write down like what I'm grateful for, when I have those really, really rough days and like maybe I can't call home because my parents aren't available or maybe like my friends aren't around for me to talk to, or it's just like a situation where I'm by myself. I can flip through like my personal planner right then and there. And it's like, this is everything that I'm grateful that I have. And like as shitty as this day is, like there's always a silver lining. And it like just helps me to remember what's one positive thing that happened today. And it literally that positive thing may be like, I woke up and I was able to drink my coffee this morning and I had coffee this morning, or it could even be, I thought my outfit was cute or I was comfy today. And it's like, could be the smallest thing in the world, but it just helps me remember like, yes, this day is bad, but like tomorrow is going to get better. And it kind of like helps me break that slump of like, if, if like one day's bad, like the next like four don't need to follow it. Like it's, it gets me out of that like vicious cycle. And some days it works and some days it doesn't, but it's like one of those things that I say, like it's, it's just me trying to like live a happier, positive life, which is just something that I work at every single day to do. Oh, I couldn't agree more. So guys, if you want to hashtag millennial org, millennial O-R-G, and tag us in it, at millennial underscore guide, hashtag millennial org. We want to see pictures of how you stay organized, whether it's your creepily organized color-coded closet, <clears throat> Katie. Um, or your awesome calendars or your planners, whatever you guys got, however you stay organized, whatever keeps you in check Monday through Friday. And then the two days in between, we want to know, we want to see it. We want to help other people, you know, maybe spark an idea of how they stay organized. So hit us up on Twitter guys, please. We want to see it. Yeah. I mean, like we said, like, even if you guys think have like, maybe we're doing something that you say, like you have a better way. I'd love to hear your opinion. Like we may agree, we may disagree, and that's life. But like, it's always awesome to like hear other people's opinions on life. Sharing is caring, especially when it comes to making life all around better for yourself or someone else. 
Absolutely. Just because at the end of the day, like, I mean, we started this whole podcast because we were constantly reaching out back and forth to each other about like tips and tricks on like how to get through. Cause we were going through the same exact thing together at the same time. So we're like, Oh, there has to be other people out there. So join us, become like part of our millennial survival guide, family and ask us, uh, offer some advice to us or even just say like, Hey, I liked your planning. We're, we're happy to help. We just want to help some people. Oh my goodness. Well, I tell you what we've enjoyed, uh, talking about how we stay organized and how we get the day off on the right foot. And uh, I hope you guys have too. And like we said before, please interact with us and uh, get the conversation rolling because we'd love to hear from you guys and uh, see how you guys uh, get through the, get through the work life in this world we call uh, earth. (laughs) Yeah. We're just, you know, at the end of the day, it's like we always say, we're just making the best with what we got. So have a great week. Hopefully you like some of our tips and tricks on organization. But That's it, guys. Happy Monday. Check back in. See ya.